chickens. There's chickens in this shed and everything. Oh, yes, indeedy, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Homegrown Podcast. I'm Ben Cummings, and uh, if you've seen any of my content, you might know uh, we talk a little bit about homesteading, a little bit about uh, just random stuff around the house, small town living, what it's like to live in a small town in or outside of a small town in New Brunswick, and I'm using my Backroad Map Books mug that I didn't clean, and it's very dirty now. So, how is... <sighs> Winter gets a lot. I find this time of year is kind of the worst. Um, I have an audience now. I got like four chickens in the shed just watching me. But I find this time of year gets to be the worst for getting things ready for the end. Oh, my lights are going out. Chickens are playing with the lights. Uh, This time of year tends to get the worst for the cold. So it's like nippy. It's damp. Sometimes I don't mind the winter as much because winter can be... A lot more fun, I guess. You can go sledding, you can build forts and things, and you just know how to dress. Whereas days like today, you put on the fire and like you get adorned in chickens. Chill, stop playing with the lights. Anyway, so it's chilly here in the shed today. It was last night. I do have a little wood stove that I don't have going today because I got to shoot later this afternoon. But uh, how's the homestead going? We're having fun. I can tell you that much. It's it's something where we want some more properties. We got our feet wet with this place, with uh, where we are now. Beautiful waterfront, kind of a tiny house. I guess I never really considered it to be a tiny house until you see other like friends who have farmhouses and things like that because it's... I lived in a bus. I lived in a camper, a truck talk camper. So moving into this house, I was like so surprised that we had rooms. And I was stoked that we had uh, some rooms in the house. And I never really had the intention of starting a family here, but it just kind of happened. So here we are. We've got our chickens and our rabbits. And uh, I want to have things like goats, some cows maybe even. And we just haven't got to that point. Our property being on the water, being so open with the dam so near, you see a lot of people, a lot of traffic. And I just don't want with the animals that get out already, the chickens, the rabbits that get on the road that just the free range, right? Um, I don't want a cow to be doing that or goats to be doing that. So for now, we're just going to be straying away from, from getting those larger livestock and those, those bigger animals. But eventually, we'll get a property that we can do that in. And so winter time, coming into winter, winter prep, I feel like I'm just never ready. Like things just keep going. It's constantly work, 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 whether it's bringing wood in, starting the fire. And it does definitely doesn't help that with daylight savings time, days are incredibly short. So it's dark by 5 p.m. and then you're trying to get stuff done using a headlamp or here in the shed, but around the yard or in the chicken coop, it's not illuminated, um, which is something I should do 
Actually, my my egg production is down, so if we put a light in there. Fun fact, if you didn't know that, chicken's egg production is the result of their circadian rhythms of the amount of light that they get in a given I mean there's other things the temperature and, and the amount of calcium but largely dependent on the amount of light that they get so if you put a light in your coop your chickens will or should lay more eggs so if you notice that your production is dropping off in the fall winter months that is probably why but getting stuff ready for for winter is just so much work Getting things insulated, getting things prepped, getting things cleaned, and it's just, it's a lot, and I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm certainly not complaining. It is just a progression. It is a season, quite literally, that we need to get through and get past to be able to move on. However, I just don't feel, we've been here just over a year, I've been on the property just over a year, and I just don't feel ready for anything. I kind of get things on a whim and like the animals and things like that, that I just get things and I kind of figure it out later. And I would like to, for once, be prepared, be um, ready in advance for springtime, for garden season. And it just, it just hasn't happened yet. So hopefully this coming season, I have a greenhouse out back that I'm working on building. Hopefully that, that we can get ready for it, uh, have that ready for springtime, because it's something that this past year, if anybody watched my YouTube series on it, I rebuilt that greenhouse three or four different times because it just kept blowing over. It was it was so annoying to have to build that every, I think it was three different times that I rebuilt that greenhouse and it even still once it was done it wasn't good but it sort of had a canopy and was anyway our production in the the garden greenhouse it just wasn't good this year so hopefully next year we'll be better we'll be ready um but that just means i have a lot to do now whether it's spreading manure Tilling the garden, getting things ready. And I know you could go no-till and there's a lot of different options for whatever. It's just easier in my mind to have it tilled, to have it prepped, to get the manure in from when we had pigs and chickens. Just to use that valuable resource, the fertilizer from that, and be able to put that in the garden. But it's the season is kind of non-stop. You just... Do what you can. You wake up early. You get it done. And uh, even this morning, this morning we saw a fox, or I saw a fox. I don't think Nicole saw him, but uh, I was surprised that out, out back I just saw all the animals sort of scatter, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." The bunnies are chasing the chickens, and then I saw just our rooster just <laughs> out, of, out of nowhere, and I was like, "That's that's weird. Why is everybody freaking out?" And I went to look at a different window and just caught a glimpse of this red and white tail. And I was like, oh, no, there's a fox. And had to go chase that guy down, uh, which really didn't end up chasing. It just I went outside. We looked at each other for two or three seconds, and he ran off into the woods. So I'm hoping. I mean, he knows. He's been here before. I think it's why we've lost a number of birds and, and rabbits and things. So I'm hoping that I can prevent future attacks but uh who knows they're not the only thing here he's not the only thing i've seen on the property i know we've had bears and deers and deer not deers bear and deer 
and moose. Um, being out in the woods, there's a lot of different things that can be out and about. Like our, our weasel issue that we had this spring was a huge pain because it killed... Actually, that was the pretty much the end of us raising rabbits. I mean, we still have a lot, a lot of them free range, but we haven't bred any rabbits because we were so devastated by that. If you haven't seen that video, watch it on our YouTube. Um, we were devastated in, in one week. We lost something like 20 bunnies, two full litters, and then a few of our adults. And it was just so frustrating to lose so many. And I mean, it happens. Things die. I mean, rabbits are so fragile. They can die of like you scare them and uh, they'll pass out and just bleh. but it, it was just so many of them. And it wasn't just like it was all at once. It was like, OK, crap. But it was for an entire week that it just like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, things just kept dying and it was no fun. Um and it's something that the people don't tend to, or I find people don't tend to talk about as homesteaders or as people who keep animals that, I mean, things die and yes, you can go to the vet and things, but like, especially for a chicken, like the chicken will cost you a couple dollars if that, um, and there's no sense in paying ridiculous vet bills for an animal that realistically you just... It's his neck, and then you put her in the freezer, uh, or him in the freezer. So, you do your best. You sort of upgrade. So, I'm working on the upgrade to bigger animals, hopefully in the future, that we'll be able to have some bigger livestock that I'll enjoy, that we can have a barn for. Now, with the rabbits and the chickens, they're more of a transitional animal. They're something that... We're just trying it out. We got a cat and we're trying our best with everything that we've got. But I'm very thankful now that I have a shed. I'll be producing a video about it shortly that we got this new shed that I can keep things in, protect me from the shelter when I'm working, um, whether it's welding or a little bit of woodworking and stuff. But I, I think this will be good to be in here, to be sheltered it needs insulated if you're watching the the video version you can see that it's just studs and metal so i'll need to cut some some insulation to put it in the middle of those studs hopefully that will be able to block some of the wind blowing through and keep us warm or keep me warm when i have the wood stove going just because last night i hosted the not i didn't host the mountain bike connection podcast came here to uh to record a session which is i think the impetus for why we're doing this doing this right now because uh i i love podcasting it's it's fun and i think we should do this more i wish i had a co-host maybe there's other people that would like to join me as a guest on this adventure whatever i'm doing Probably not in the shed because it's cold and it's only going to get colder. So we'll see what we can uh, scrounge. We'll see who we can scrounge up to uh, help us out a little bit. Maybe I'll get Sawyer or Nicole as a guest on our uh, our little podcast here. Anyway, we will see how winter comes to be. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I'll be able to take out. Um, the wheeler looking for a sled, actually a snowmobile, because it's I've never been 
on a snowmobile run. Until this summer, I'd never been on an ATV run. Then we did uh, the season three of Trek It. If you haven't seen Trek It ATV, check it out on the website right now, trekit.com slash ATV. Seasons one and two are there, and uh, on our Facebook page, we've got some some snippets of season three that's in production right now. And I'm hoping that this winter I can get a snowmobile or borrow a snowmobile. I just love an, an old snowmobile that I can use and sort of act a fool on because I bought an old ATV that works. I mean, it's not great, but it works. And I would like to buy an old sled just to have these toys and to try it out. And I like to go fast. And it's something that on the upcoming episode of the Mountain Bike Connection podcast, quick plug for them again, that we talked about that I love the the adrenaline rush to go fast. And I think in the wintertime, being on skis and having the, the sled would be would be really fun. So maybe I'll try it out. Maybe somebody's got an old sled lying around that they'd let me buy off them for cheap that I could try out. See if I like it. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do something. But I'm glad... That we, that we are where we are. I mean, I spent time, uh, especially early pandemic, I was in Fredericton. And oh my goodness, I would not want to be in a city again. I love where we live. I love producing our own food, being in the woods, sort of doing what we want to do is awesome. And even to, to contrast the city life versus um, rural life, I guess, I... Uh, a few months ago, I don't know that I talked about this, but a few months ago, I changed my own tires. So I'm getting into uh, the life of being able to do my own maintenance on things-ish. I mean, I still, for certain stuff, I need a, I need a professional. But for some stuff, I want to do it on my own. So I bought some tires for my truck, and I changed them. And didn't go as planned. Like they were on rims, so I didn't have to change the, the tires over to, to rims or anything, but I changed them and I was all excited. I had changed my own tires. They were a little bigger, so my truck stood a little taller. I felt like a real man. And the next day I was driving into town, had some work to do, was meeting with somebody and I get about five minutes down the road and my tire is passing me. That's never something you want to happen on on a road at all. And so my tire was passing me down the road. My fr It was the front uh, driver's side. So my truck slams to the ground. I skid to the side of the road and I just watch my tire bounce off into the woods. And my truck's just sitting there and I'm uh, confused because I don't know what I'm going to do. I hope for the... I mean, I, I would love to... For this not to have happened, I felt so dumb in the moment and my adrenaline was just spiked through the roof. And so I went to the, obviously went to the woods to grab my tire. My lugs were completely gone, just disappeared because I didn't tighten it tight enough. So I get back and I call Nicole and I'm like, hey, bring me my jack. One of the tires fell off my truck. And she was not really surprised uh, because I tend to do this kind of crap. So she comes, gets me uh, my jack to jack up the truck, and I start trying to fix it. One of my neighbors comes by. He helps, too. And we get my truck back on the road, buy some new studs, and there are some new nuts, and, and we're good. 
Then a few months later, I was driving my car, not my truck. I was driving my car, and I'd spin off the road. And it wasn't a big deal. It was just my, my car was front-wheel drive and just buried into a snowbank. And it really contrasts the difference between rural and, and city or town living because I had spun off, and it was just like I just called a buddy. I was like, hey, do you have a tow strap? Come bring me out of this this snowbank and I just was sitting there and waiting and within 10 minutes EMS shows up luckily I knew who it was and they were just like look we'll block traffic while he comes and and helps you out well shortly after not only has EMS showed up the fire department and then the police show up and I'm like I'm so embarrassed because I'm like look I'm just I'm just in a snowbank it's not a big deal pull me out it happens Right? Like it was a slippery day. There was slush on the road and my tires were whatever, right? And it just the kerfuffle. Like I don't need kerfuffle. I like to act a fool in my property and don't like to necessarily make a scene in town or really out in public. But it was such a contrast to my old tire had flown off in a back road. Just got one of my neighbors to help and we were all set. And then on the highway you go off the road a little bit and somebody calls the authorities and then there's a whole investigation into what happened i was like oh my god i was so embarrassed i couldn't believe that i had to explain to the rcmp officer what had ha i just went off the road it happens it's winter time people slip anyway it wasn't as big a deal but as i thought it could have been or whatever so I'm thankful for the emergency services because they keep us safe and they do help, but some things, it just seems like overkill at times. But that's neither here nor there. I'm excited for, for winter, uh, not the cold. I'm not excited for the cold. I'm excited for winter, for the snow. As soon as, I find as soon as January hits, like everything's sort of downhill. You get your your seasonal depression this time of year and everything's sort of ooh, downhill until January. So as soon as New Year's festivities are over and and the the solstice happens and then the... The sun starts to stay out later. You start to feel better. I start to feel some hope, finally. Things are still slow because even I noticed last year that, that things stopped for like two months of the year. Uh, not around the homestead, just, just in general when you're working with clients and working with people because the end of November into December, everybody's in Christmas mode. Everybody's excited. Everybody's taking extra time off. And then by the time they come back, they're like in office, January 6th, whatever. And then they don't actually do anything because, oh, they're working from home or taking some extra time. And then by the time anything actually comes to fruition or things are ready, it's like early February, early to mid-February when people are finally back and actually doing things. So I'll feel better. Like it's just as long as you can recognize that, I find as long as you can recognize like, okay, my immune system, my entire body is just sort of just depressed for the next couple months. Uh, just be in that state. Just exist. 
do what you can. Rest when you need to. I find there, there's this culture, this hustle culture that that per, was pretty pervasive for a couple of years. It was just go, 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 go. Do everything. Do your best for seven days a week, 24-7. And I'm just not all, like, I need to sleep, you know? Not all the time. But I need some rest Sometimes I can't just go completely 100% of the time, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how things go. I'm hoping this winter's good. I'm hoping that we can keep up something like this little podcasty cast thing. And uh, we'll hopefully, if somebody, if you would like to be a guest on this podcast, send me a message, send me an email, send me a, a homing pigeon. That would be fun. If you send me a homing pigeon, I will 100% have you on the podcast. If you want to bring animals, want to do show and tell, that would be fun. But regardless, I think we'll have a good time with this. I think I'll be able to build some things, to make some stuff, and uh, you know what? Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you haven't already joined our Homesteading 101 Facebook page or followed me on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok, please do so. And uh, yeah, follow us for some fun. Into oh, can nobody stop this love? So baby, meet me down by the road. No giveaway. The cold dark water meets the full moonlight. Can we touch it? I'm so tired. Be sure to like and subscribe to YouTube and be part of the homegrown family.